aggressive. Can you hear me, baby? <laughs> yes. Your breathing is much louder than your actual talk. That's so weird. My voice is perfectly fine. We need to swap mics. It's nothing to do with the mics. You want to change the voice box? Yeah, right. You can hear me very clear. I think it's the mic here, though. It's always the second one. Can you hear me? No, I can hear you, but... Oh, you have the freaking thing on. Oh, you do. I can't have both. I'll stutter when I talk to you. Oh, because you're trying to process what you're hearing, but also... It's two, two seconds delay. Yeah. It's kind of weird. But anyways, just you talk your laughing tone. Laughing tone? They, they, it's loud. <laughs> your, your, your normal talk, podcast voice oh, is going... Normal, monotone talk. I, like, I know this girl does not talk like that. She's loud. I can hear her from miles away. Titus is loud, but he's just stalling for no reason. But anyways, I've already started, so. <laughs> well, welcome to Tyish Podcast. This is episode 40. Bow, 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 bow. Almost there. <laughs> but this is Donna Cabana. And Dee. Awesome. Well, how's Dee doing? I'm good. Just congested from this weather change. Really? Typical Ohio, you know. It was 70s last week. Yeah, it, it was, but, you know, it's it's adjusting and making sure, wait, was it today that we have to change our clock? Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Sunday. Sunday, okay. I don't remember what day it is. I'm losing my mind. <laughs> but I think the following week is technically the first day of spring. But it won't be here in a while. Because <laughs> it's still winter. Yeah, it's pretty rough. It's like Snowing. living in a, in a inconsistent, moody mother nature. That's what, that's how you'll sum up what the this. Midwest. I, that's how I see, yeah, the Midwest, especially our state. Like, such an inconsistent. Because we're like in between, you know. We pass through like storms and stuff, so we get whatever's left over. Yeah. I don't know what happened last week though. It was like really hot. Really hot, but it was like a perfect weather. But it was spring. But yeah, it was nice though, cause like yeah, I was thrown nice. off wearing a jacket, and I was like, this is too much for me. Oh yeah, I I just made sure I have outfits that's equipped for all, you know, season. Yeah, especially in the Midwest, you need a little bit more winter because it does <laughs> it is colder. Right. Weather. I love sweater, but I don't like wearing sweater all the time. I realize my only well, work attire is animals on sweaters. Animal print sweaters? No, no. Animals on sweaters. There's some animal prints, but there's mostly animals. I have a llama uh, one day, a French bulldog the other day, uh, some random other animal. Oh, two tigers on my shoulders. Your go-to sweaters is no. animals on that's because that's all I have. <laughs> I don't have any appropriate work attires. That's funny. Even if I do, but they're not appropriate for the weather. So. Isn't it funny, though, like, when you had been working from home and you 
obviously don't wear or have to dress up necessarily. Maybe in the top if you have a meeting or something that's so presentable. I still wear but this. When you look at your closet, you're like, where's all my work clothes? <laughs> that's literally what happened right now. Like, all my clothes have everything with graphics on it, anything that's not, not suitable for work. Because they said you can't have flashy logos on it, anything mm-hmm. but Chase. <laughs> I don't know why I did that. <laughs> I was like, whoa. Don't be fighting me now. Uh, that's funny. What's up? Quiet. <laughs> you know. But I said the bad word. The C word. But no. Yeah, it's just mostly solids and whatnot. Luckily, where I work, I can wear whatever, so it's not as strict as yours. But still, you want to be presentable and not look like a slob at work, you know? Sometimes. Yeah, but you wouldn't want to wear, like, leggings. No, I wouldn't do that at work. I would at least put on jeans or jeggings, you know, those fake pocket ones. where. But still, that that looks better (laughs) than you can. Sometimes, because I've been... Doing this thing now, I put my chapstick on because I always put it in my bag. And I'm, like, weirdly not wanting to carry a bag or a purse anymore. Yeah. Because I have my work bag, and I don't want to have it in a backpack. So I want something that's convenient. But I wear jeggings, and I couldn't put my chapstick in my pocket because I don't have pockets. (laughs) So I have to put it on my butt pocket, and then that's when I forget, and I just put it in the wash. Yeah, and that's why you have to buy a pack of new chapsticks because they're always gone. I lost my chapstick for a while, and I found it in one of my coats, of course. Oh, that's not bad. A coat is better than going through a wash, dry, and everything. At that point, I don't think you want to use it. Yeah, how is that? Like, is it going to be, like, what, laundry water mixed in there? Like, what? I mean, you might want to test it if it looks weird. Used it after though. You kind of just throw it away. I would assume because chapstick caps are not made to never come out. (laughs) So the fact that it went through all that trouble already. But then you went through the dryer though. So. But think about it. There's some parts. Of detergent still attached to our clothing oh, yeah. due to how much ma- how many is in the wash. So if that's not fully cleaned out, think about a simple chapstick. Ew, think about dust bunny. Yeah. I highly doubt dust bunny would get through that. But, but water you know, for lint? sure Isn't can lint get through. Part of dust bunny. I mean, yeah, but I'm a hole in my closet, right? that is so random. What is up <laughs> with you? <laughs> But yes, yeah, anyways, we do have some fun topics to go over. Um, I know Dee has a, another one that she thought of last minute, but... Another one. Another one. <laughs> oh my God. Every time now. Anyways. I mean, if I'm the producer, I would like to attach my name in one word. Yes, trademark it one way or another. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just me, though, because I want to take the credit. It's a way to take a credit, and that's how they remember. Because if your beats are utilized in another producer, then you sit there like, that sounds so familiar. Yeah, 
Yeah, yes. Like, and then you just sit there and then, then add it to the dictionary. <laughs> right? Something. I don't know. I'm sure entertainment business people figure stuff out because copyright it costs a lot if you mm-hmm. wanted to borrow or you use it for something different. Mm-hmm. It just costs a lot of money. Mom even asked us, like, how much how, I wonder how much that costs. I was like, it really only it's cheaper to just do a co- collaboration to just do a remake of someone's co- um, someone's yeah, song. You gotta buy the rights and then you get lawyers involved and all this. Yeah. Just for a word. Yeah. Speaking of, I think I've heard this randomly. I was gonna say, you know somebody? <laughs> no. But I heard this randomly because I don't know if it was a podcast or something, but basically they were saying how uh, Sunny and Cher. Mm-hmm. You hear yourself? Mm. It whistled. Um, I don't know why my water did that. Sunny and Cher, like after they broke up, what happened to Sunny? Apparently, what happened to him after he became a mayor of Palm Spring. <laughs> Random. But he also. Like, made a legalized um, thing to do with, like, trademarking. Wow. Like, he made it, like... Official? Yeah. So, that's pretty big. How... I'm sorry. How, how do, how do some know. of us not know about this? Right. But, there you go. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Go sunny. Yeah. Do what you gotta do, boo. <laughs> Just go big or go home. It's either you slump and cry about how you... Go separate ways, or you just make it better from yourself. Mm-hmm. That's pretty awesome, actually. Yeah, fun fact. Right. That's pretty cool. Well, speaking of being yourself and identity, we can just hop into your topic. Mm-hmm. So what were you planning to talk to our listeners today? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am so glad we are not having a video of this. This Wait, is sad. I said something and I totally forgot because I'm not sure what you were referring to. <laughs> but anyways, yeah. So we recently saw a new Pixar movie called Turning Red, which is mostly about how uh, Asian Canadian girl is going through, you know, her ancestral thing and like she had to work with it and just you know generational past. For this thing that happened to her. So, yeah, so it's really good, especially coming from, you know, an Asian American, but you can kind of relate to the culture because you're living two cultures and you're in a different country, but you still have that embedded in you. And it's it's difficult sometimes because you have all these expectations from Asian cultures and this is what their parents have passed down and wanted to out of their children and you gotta be obedient and stuff like that. It's a lot of stress when it comes to that, especially with a very strong cultural thing. You know, that's that's basically like what we can relate to as growing up in both countries, and mm-hmm. it is pretty rough for us because different culture has that expectation, especially when we're in Thailand. You know, our grandma herself had so much on us. And we have to follow that. But mm-hmm. when we move to America, it's completely different. You just have a little more freedom. You know, you don't have any much Because we're a bunch of loose cannons. Yeah, you don't have a lot of people to really, like, kind of judge you or in that 
way because they're American. So, so it's it's a good message for like that, like you know something related to that, and we can easily relate to that. And I think it's really important, and it's awesome that they're actually showing more cultural things from Disney itself, because, you know. Yeah, I, I actually want to do a quick shout-out to Disney, though. Mm-hmm. Ever since Mulan, you know, they did the whole the movie, remake the and everything. I actually appreciate them trying to reach out to different parts of Asia, especially. Like, they came through a long way. Like, they started from Mulan, and I know oh, it's yeah. like... A, it's like it's very stereotypical like but i like how they branch out from that into moana into uh uh was it the last dragon raya raya and the last dragon mm-hmm. and then now turning red so i i actually do appreciate them and yeah Nintendo. but i'm talking about like yeah. a, but yes including them too like mm-hmm. i i i like the whole them not trying to do the whole stereotypical like kind of thing yeah, and I, I like how they branch out a lot more because there is a lot more in this world aside from what you see. Mm-hmm. And things, certain we're all human too. Just because we're Asian doesn't mean that we have to always eat chopsticks, have to always right. be the nerdiest of the nerds. The you know, like it's just too much. Like I, I, I felt like no one's ever going to grow from us. Well, there's also a lot of different areas of Asia, you know. Yeah, like, for sure. Like Mulan, do you see just more what? There's more Mongolian because that's the bad people that they're fighting with, but also Chinese culture, you know. And a lot of time people mix everything in because, you know, they mm-hmm. don't show as much in depth of what other culture and what each country really shows, you know. For sure, and so. it and that's that's what I truly appreciate them. Like I think it's so awesome that they are trying to, I guess, show us the more human side of things as opposed to one thing of being like that. Like Coco, mm-hmm. for example, I'm just going to jump mm-hmm. different areas. Like Coco, for example, yeah, it is like really heavily in-depth when it comes to the Day of the Dead, but it educates so many people in a very creative way. Like I really appreciate that. Like mm-hmm. you're just showing different areas of things that you typically wouldn't find in a classroom setting. Mm-hmm. Um, and Raya and the Last Dragon's the same thing. They actually merged in different yeah. Southeast Asia areas and then just became one big movie mm-hmm. that they wanted to portray it as. Um, and kudos to them still utilizing the appropriate Asian people like they needed to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like I, I thought that was really, really awesome. Like movies cute, stinking red pandas. They made it to look the oh most God, adorable, so adorable thing. Like their reactions even because they kind of merge So Asian like. <laughs> but they merge in like if you realize they merge in like Korean, they merge in like Japanese, like mm-hmm. the emotions you can see. They have, like, Chinese. Like, you can mm-hmm. kind of tell. Well, for us, we can kind of see because we kind of live in a different country, you know? So we could see, like, what what's cute and what's, like, you know, like that. Stuff like that. Just, like, the little quirks of it. And I really respect that. And it actually opens a lot more, you know, people that are, like, into other cultures. For sure. Because, like, not only the story itself, but generational stuff, but, like, it also 
want people to be interested in like oh like where's this from or you know it's not just oh this here's china like that's just it yeah and speaking of generational things um that actually really caught me the most because as a parent you kind of see that like you know you are raised a certain way you're doing a certain thing based on what your parents expected you to do and which i can really relate uh to this young character i think Mamie? Yeah. Yeah. So she, she, you know, she's definitely the newest generation. So for that is like Titus generation. Well, for you. First generation, technically. Yeah. No. Well, okay. Well, hear my, hear me out. So for me, I see it like how Titus is like her and I'm like the mom. And obviously mom is the grandma. So it's like, it's this whole generation gap kind of thing. And Mm -hmm. As much as I like to admit, I thought I was pretty hip, but you end the way you do have to understand the newer generation because the things that they go through, the pressure they have to be in, um, you know, battling between two worlds that they have to go through day by day and all these things because we thought we had it bad. We don't know it all. So like like a red panda to me is a metaphor of their true identity. That's why they're always heightened about like, oh, I'm going to hide my emotions and stuff. Like, I get it because for us, we can't be crazy. You know, we can't be twerking somewhere if we need it to. <laughs> That's funny. But we can't because in the culture, it, the culture the itself norm. is not appropriate. You will oh, yeah. never catch me twerking somewhere. <laughs> Lord have no. Mom's going to kill me. But like, I kind of get it a lot because I, I know I don't pressure Titus like that, but it's... It's just in in your nature to just kind of have to, you thought you're doing the right thing for your kids. And maybe it is. It's just like, you have to think about your kids too, because if Titus sees it like this, kids that they don't see pick, you know, they don't see things out of the box yet because they're just being introduced to mm-hmm. so many things. And the only person that can truly, truly see them like, or a red panda as a metaphor is their friends. So that's why you kind of have to allow them to be themselves. Be themselves. It's like how we went through. We right. truly trust our friends because we are in this together. We're in the same age, same mindset, same, you know, yeah. same emotion of that time. Them. Yeah, and it's just so easy. So that for me, it I could relate to the mom too cuz obviously I'm not as strict as a mom, but I still want the best for the kid and the and I know we're going to have to go and battle at one day, one point. At, you know, sometime in their life about, like, things that I don't like but they like. And then I have to sit there and just allow them to explore, you know. Mm-hmm. You can't limit. You can't hold them forever. Exactly. You can't hold on to their identity because who they are is who they are forever. Right. Who I am is who I am forever. So you can't really say, yeah, I sacrifice for the family. Okay, but your family is your kid. Did you truly sacrifice for your kid? So I like I for your kid. Oh yeah. So the message was so clear, and that's why they made mom so big because you know how much identity she's been hiding herself. She was so cut. You know, like like mom is the same way too. Like the most I've seen her loose is like she may have like wiggle here, wiggle there, but like barely see anything of that because she's kept her identity. Right. She, she she stayed calm. She kept she kept the pose to where it looks presentable as 
you know, her role, which is a mom. Well, now grandma now. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So it's just like, I, I really like that. Maybe I'm looking into it as much as I needed to. No, but that's true. That's the, like, suppressed from, what is it called? Generational movie. I heard a tweet about it. Oh. But yeah, I, I, I like that. I like that movie a lot because of that reason. Because it shows... I said generational healing. It's okay. a strong message for generational healing because, you know, when you go through each generation, mm-hmm. you can't always keep it forever, you know, and the way of thinking and the world evolves, evolves. Yeah. too so fast. So you kind of have to grow from that and let them explore yeah. and be them because the more you hide from them, the more they suppress it and the more they suppress it, it's going to affect them in the future and then they're going to be this awkward little turtle in the world that they can't do anything they can't do anything about it because it's far too late for them to explore which in fact is not never too late but you know you know how people are so i i like i i truly understand it it's that's why it's so good aside for how adorable it is it's so cute but yeah Yeah. the message is there it's pretty strong like even if the kids watching it they can kind of low-key feel it and understand but for adults, if you're watching it, sometimes you see more than that than just a basic cute little kid just trying to prove her point to her mom that trying to be herself. Yeah, exactly. It's like, and, and so you should be you too. With that generation mm-hmm. passed down. Yep. Just being her own thing. Yeah, just not being skeptical. Yeah, that's why a lot, is, and that's how like stereotypes come in, where like the Asian family wants. You know, their kids to be a doctor or whatever. Mm-hmm. Successful. It makes a lot of money. Mm-hmm. But you don't think of how much they have to go through. It's actually crazy. So I ran, uh, well, I came across, not ran, but I came across this random video on TikTok. Because my friends always send, send me videos on TikTok, but I'm never really on it. <laughs> but I, like, the moment you turn it on, it just has random videos already. Yep. There was one guy, right? He said that he became a successful, like he has like a doctorate degree, he graduated college, like he he Ivy League, he got like whatever honors, like mm-hmm. God, whatever, and he um, has a good job, everything. The only thing his mom wouldn't accept him was because he was gay. Like he had all of those criteria. But his own identity, he wouldn't be accepted from his family. Yeah. And, like, that's just, like, so hard, like, for someone, especially your own family. And you couldn't be yourself, you know? That's just 70% of yourself, who you are. Yeah. But, yeah, it's a thing, though. In a way, I do get, like, I get how he feels because you should never be ashamed of who you are, what you like, and everything like that. Because you're you're going to have to discover yourself. And the more you discover, you realize you have like groups out there right. who can relate to you. And that just shows you more of how much this world is. So, but like as for his parents, though, maybe because they are brave to suppress and not appreciate the other side. Like maybe they were just scared because like they heard horrors about gay people and all these things. Mm-hmm. And that's like I'm not defending because I don't think that's right at all, but at the same time like it's, it's a, a gener- stereotype. It's a stereotype in a it generation to a picture. And so it's just it's really hard to break in. It's yeah. like when when you're so used to that shoe, you wouldn't want a new shoe. 
you. You just you're just comfortable of where it at, and you basically made this kid. So why can't you just you know? But in a way, it's still wrong though. You right. can't. You can't say that I've birthed you into this world and I want you to be a certain yeah, ways. You can't control someone. Never. Never. First of all, they never asked to be born, okay? <laughs> so don't be bitching about that. Like, mm-hmm. I need every parent to understand that. They never asked to be born. So you gotta you treat have to them. them of who they are. Yeah, as long as, like, for Titus, like, as long as he doesn't kill people, I'm okay with that. But if. If you want to be whatever you want, I'm cool with it. As long as you don't kill people, yeah. pick fights, or cause anything to ruin society in a shameful yeah. way, I would, you know, I'll be okay with it. Like, just mm-hmm. by all means, do what you gotta do. Yeah. Be be your own little red panda if you wanted to. <laughs> yeah, that's why, like, that movie is so powerful because, like, she, her mom's telling her to come over, but she's like, wait, no, I want this, like. I want to be myself. My friends like it. I like it. You know, I'm learning to accept it, actually. Mm-hmm. Why can't I just be my own? Yeah, it does take a lot. It, But it is also very hard to change the perspective. For our old generation? Mm-hmm. It is very yeah. painful. It's hard. It's just... It's beca- like teaching an elder person of technology. That they never grew up around, you know? Yeah, it's... Same thing. Uh, and you just gotta have to give them time. Like, sometimes you it causes you to fight and never talk again. But if you think about it, you really just need to explain it or introduce them in a way so that they are more exposed. And, or ease them in. Yeah, like, don't don't blind them like that and just shut them off. Like, what's the point Start in that? Start working. Yeah, like what? Don't don't shut them off like that entirely, because that's yeah. no point of that. Yeah, it gotta be understood by both sides. For sure, I definitely agree. But yeah, but yeah, it's a very powerful movie, and I like the animation and all that. So this me, so yeah, I I like it a lot. It's so cute. I even look at their merchant merch. You're trying to find a panda for yourself? It's just a whole bunch of stuffed animal. Like, I really want, like, a t-shirt, a cute hoodie or something. Oh, really? Yeah. I was like, yeah. I'm sure they'll start making Yeah, they haven't got it yet. They have a plaid shirt with some random signs Mm -hmm. going on. I was like, nah, I'm good. I'm okay. Um, I'll wait. But anyways, I can definitely segue since we're still on, like, you know, the culture and stuff. Um, This is a while back, but I did um, watch this... Horny ass movie, Fistful of Vengeance oh, yeah. in Netflix. It's not that long ago though. It I was. Watch it too. But I meant like the topic. By the time I thought about this topic, it was a while ago. Okay. But I, I mean, I don't know what got into me, but I think it's just like me giving a chance to see what what they portray Thailand. Like when I say portray, is their shootings and how they introduced the uh, whole entire like the entire city? country. The country, even, because this movie actually does capture, like, a fairly good amount. Like, they don't have to make it look, like, luxurious, but it doesn't look terrible. Like, the real, like, what it really looks like. Yeah, like, compared to Hangover 3, that's the terrible area. Like, of all places, oh, yeah. you... very touristy and, like... No, and yeah, and they made it seem, like, straight up, all women down there are trans or... Yeah, I'm like, bro... You picked, you picked one area and made the whole entire movie about it. Like, I, I know how the Hangover movie goes, but at the same time, it's just like, bro, you just made us look bad. 
Like we we know we have good stuff. So like it, this can't be that bad, you know. But I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure if you think about it, hangover movies aren't meant to portray anything good, anyways. Yeah, it's, it's just, just it's more focused on the character rather than the it's like environment. The, it's like the situation that they are in. It's like what mm-hmm. worse can it be in one night of blackout? Mm-hmm. And it happened three times apparently, but like I just don't appreciate how they show oh. that dirty side of things, and people are just so easy to judge. Oh yeah, there's a lot, it's, especially in the Midwest, that people that never left Ohio. You know? Yeah, a bunch of ignorant people who doesn't even know what the country looks like to begin with. And the moment they watch that movie, of course, that's gonna be embedded in their mind. So I was, in, I just, I, I, that's the thing I wanted to appreciate want to say i appreciate about fistful of vengeance i believe that's the name yes, of them. yeah but so it's good it's corny but like i probably should watch the series woo assassin it's connected in a way but um but i like how they highlight them nice area of it like the, like the ev- city itself yeah they building skyscrapers interesting buildings yeah interesting skyscrapers yeah me and mom was like oh yeah that place is like legit like people were making fun of the architecture when they originally built that skyscraper um and and now look it's one, one of, of the, the top tallest. it's on the chart <laughs> yeah it's like it's beautiful twisty, it's so looking. unique like who who wants to copy that but yeah, I like that, and I used, I even like the scene of them showing in there, like uh, when they have to take a boat to yeah, another yeah, re- another, another area. I like that too. I mean, long boat. yeah, long boat. But I like that little, you know, whole side of like, was it a big house, big wooden house by the river kind of feel? Mm-hmm. Like I like that a lot. And I and we're spiritual people, so obviously you would introduce the spiritual aspect of it too, mm-hmm. which I appreciate that. Even though they still have corny stuff going on, but anyways, um, it, it like yeah. I, that I'm okay with. Like, if you are gonna shoot anywhere in the country, like at least give them something of something good. Yeah, yeah. I'd say like an overview of what it really is because a lot of the times, and not saying like people are ignorant or anything. It's just like. A lot of people don't even know what the country looks like, and they still think it's a terrible country, you know? Wouldn't that be considered ignorant, though, if they're not even going to try to Google but it? Yeah, but, like, people use that, like you said, like, the hangover. They yeah, think they, of it like, oh, yeah. this is such a bad area. Like, who would want to go there? Again? For real. But I am not surprised if they still think Africa, still the entire country look like a safari. I'm sure they think South Africa is. I'm like, what the fuck, full- man? Full white people. <laughs> I was like, I, I kid you not. If you were to just Google and they take the time, <laughs> seriously, do they not have internets? And internet seems like it's essential nowadays. Right. Like you know what I mean? But it's, it's like crazy. that. Yeah, it's so easy to judge mm-hmm. before you. Re- and that's why. And this this is kind of how I like really um, meet people too. Like if they are experienced with travel and they actually been through like especially with Thailand I'm very impressed because not a lot of people go to Thailand and be like oh my god like all this stuff so let me give you a scenario what if there are people who never been to Thailand but are just simply asking questions that low-key may sound ignorant but at the same time they just purely want to learn like would you they, they genuinely want to learn I would 
definitely explain to them. But if they just assume, like, how we encountered, like, oh, is it a third world country? <laughs> you know, and I would just go sarcastic on them and be like, yeah, we ride elephants as transportation. You know, like, I would just go ignorant back on them because it's like, really, like, you think that America has the best thing you have not seen in the world. Because clearly, like, I was watching with someone who haven't been to Thailand, but they clearly did not know that how much skyscrapers are in Thailand. And, like, they were impressed with how, like, the architecture of the building. It's not, you know, just, like, Empire State Building, a little arch up top. There's, like, boring. actual... Yeah, there's boring actual, ass like, building. curves and, you know, things that you would not think that can be made. There's actually buildings that look like... An elephant. Yeah, there's a building in Thailand that is an actual, like, elephant. Mm-hmm. Elephant. You know, and it's just, like, like it's stuff like that, you know. it's It just depends on how. Because I understand, like, I have talked to so many people. Sadly, a lot of people in Ohio who've never seen, like, even big cities. Sometimes they only use that perspective from what they've seen on the movies mm-hmm. and shows. And hence... Movies and shows go to specific places. Like, for example, like, food food shows, you know. Mm. They obviously go to, like, specific areas. And sometimes they're really rural, like, you know, small province and villages. And, you know, and people always think it's, like, that is a whole country. Mm-hmm. So, like, they just don't know. And some countries are over-glamorized, yeah. if you realize. I'm just, like... Y'all know that's that's the only thing they have in this country, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But you know, it's it's just you like just can't. Uh-huh. It's like one of those situations. Like you can't ever win this because there are gonna be things that it just y'all just better not come off as like idiots. Like you you gotta do some sort of research, or if you're not planning to, at least ask in a very I don't know educated way, I guess. Don't just kind of assume and just offend other mm-hmm. people. I know my phone is on fire. Probably attack. But, you know, it's also very ignorant to not only just the view of the country, but like language. Mm-hmm. For example, I encountered this personally with someone who wanted to go to Japan. And hence, yes, Japan, Tokyo is such a big country or a big city, right? Like, Oh, it's really well-known for their, like, you know, places of city life and stuff. But if you, when we went to it, it was hard for us to navigate a little bit. Because language, like, we're Asian, but we do not speak Japanese. And we had to really learn basic things. And thankfully, our friends, like, helped translate most of it. But, like, and I... And for, like, travelers, you can't be ignorant and assume that everyone speaks English. There are some people that speak English, but you can't assume everyone there in the city, just because it's a city, they know English. And it's just, like, the worst. And then, like, you look at the signs and the streets, you don't even see an English letter. Mm-mm. Hell no. Why would they do that? Right. And why would they have to? I mean, Thailand did it as a courtesy, but they right. but they just list they just pretty much translate the what the, the name sound. of it. That's it. That's all you got. 
I mean, they're not going to sit there and be like, do not enter or something. Or like, stop, you know, like people like be like, clearly it looks like a stop sign, but people are like, why didn't you say stop? Bitch, it did <laughs> say, you just don't know the language. Yeah, and it just irks me when people aren't like open-minded about things and they think English is the primary language, but it isn't used on a lot of countries. Mm-hmm. And it's just, you know. Well, they're going to have to learn. I'll just tell you that. They're just going to have to learn. One way or another, they're going to figure out, and they'll be like, oh, man, all these theories in my head look stupid. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, you're just going to have to let them write it out. I mean, they said their piece. You said your side. If they still don't believe it, they're they're just going to have to encounter it themselves. Highly doubt they're going to admit they're wrong. But, you know, they're just going to struggle, bus. First-hand experience. I mean, you, you, can't, you can't really, I mean, there's so much you can tell one person, whether they take it or not. But, yeah, uh, yeah. But, yeah. It's, it's just a lot. But speaking of cities, mm-hmm. see how I like low-key <laughs> segue? Um, I know we've been talking a lot about movies and stuff, but mm-hmm. you know what? Just bear with us because COVID's rough sometimes. I mean, (laughs) we're still watching stuff. You know, we're still trying to connect with the world piece by piece. But anyways, you and me watched it on a separate time. But I wanted to talk about the Batman. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't want to go in deep too much. But, I mean, I am going to spoil a little bit. Not say, like, synopsis or anything. But just more of, like, things that I've realized in the movie. Comparison to what I've watched or heard or learned from previous time. But I'm going to let you share your piece just a little bit of how you feel overall in the movie. After you and me talked about it and then, you know, still your overall ending feelings from it. I mean, honestly, hands down, still prefer The Dark Knight because, like, just the character itself and, like, the buildup of... The buildup of ASMR. Just kidding. (laughs) The buildup of, you know, like... The character, the actors, and how they portray that, and like, to be honest, Batman has gotten darker and darker, like Harry Potter. <laughs> like once you, you get serious, you get real serious, you know. And you're just not used to it, huh? It's not that I'm not used to it. I feel like I'm. I guess I'm not used to it. <laughs> no, because I'm used to like you know the Dark Knight's a little more glamour mm-hmm. and a little more. You know, he doesn't really live in a freaking old subway or... Just kidding. I mean, like, Bruce Wayne is fucking rich. That's true. So rich. Like, he is probably going to be as rich as Trump. Okay, oh, I'm more. sure there's more... Okay, more rich than Trump. But either way... Jeff Bezos? There you go. <laughs> perfect. That's a perfect example. Um, but still, like... He's fucking rich, of yeah. course. Why would he live in the Humpty Dump somewhere and be live you know, in a so humble? Subway. It looks like a Grand Central. It it does, but it's not. It's actually like a really gothic castle that he lives in. Really? Mm-hmm. It is. It's just a no, really like, gothic no, like where the where he does his technology stuff. Where he came from? It, it's the same building, so oh. it's a gothic gothic like building. That he lives. Yeah, I saw that. And then underneath it, it's kind of like a cave-like. Because supposedly, if you realize the Dark Knight, like how he introduced of how he was scared of bats and all these things. Like, you know, he fell in the well and then it was in the cave. Well, 
the Batman didn't really have to go through that. Thank goodness we already got through that already. Um, but anyways, it's like Isn't it's he ba- scared of heights. <laughs> no, he's scared of bats. Oh. That was his kryptonite. But he overcome that, overcome that scare, and actually benefited from it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but yeah, I don't want to ruin your your whole experience. Is that no, no, no? It's just like I don't know. Just some things too he does, and you would think obviously people would catch him like. He can't just be lurking on the shadows. Like, that clunkiness of him walking. Like, how does people not know, you know? Like, I don't understand, like, when... Okay, see, now your inner inner mom just came out. Like, you can't be like that with the movies. (laughs) You're just gonna have to let the movie ride the way it is. Some obvious it's, thing. It, hey, look, it's too obvious, but let it go. You, know? <laughs> you just can't really deep dive into it and expect the reality. Like, I get it. When you break into someone's house, clearly left the safe door fly wide open, and the securities w- looked around, didn't suspect anything, and then yet he walked on with his day. In uh, Reality is you can't really fly like that, but, you know, a movie is the importance of it is not really why the safe is open. It's man. It's basically well, yes, it's why the safe is open, but just kind of like learning. Because keep in mind too, I'm not defending the movie, but I also think too that even though we thought we know so much about that character, we don't. Mm-hmm. So, in order to not waste too much time and try to reintroduce anything and again, maybe just kind of follow through with that moment. Like for instance, Catwoman. Mm-hmm. We and well, we already spoiled this already. But Selena Kyle, she was not mentioned a lot. Like, it's not a lot. It's she's like really basically she is the Mary Jane to Peter Parker. Mm-hmm. So this is Serena. Serena Kyle is that to Bruce Wayne. Mm-hmm. So like I like how I like how she met with him, but, like, the connection was just perfect enough to where they don't need to go way back. Like, for the Dark Knight, like, how uh, Maggie Gyllenhaal, Gyllenhaal was, like, the woman that he loved so much. I feel like, yes, I get it because they've been through a lot and mm-hmm. all these things. But I don't know. I feel like I don't connect to her and him in a way. But with the Batman, like, Selena Kyle. She just came in. She just came, but it's perfect. Right, right, It's so perfect. You don't have explanations. Yeah, because she did come from the worst of the worst family. Yeah, she was. Yeah, she was like, well, this movie made her have a dad. But, like, in Gotham, for instance, she has a mom but abandoned her most of the time. And that's why she's so really good at being like a cat. She lurks around, steal things, live day by day. What she gonna do? Like Anne Hathaway character, she's still good too, but I felt like I feel disconnected with her. She's also, glamorized, yeah, very glamorized. But to Anne Hathaway, you can't really make her too grungy, you know. And like Zoe Kravitz is perfect. She's oh. down with it. Like put me in a really shady bar or club, and I'll be there. And that, mm-hmm. and it's just perfect. Like I think. And that's why maybe I liked it more because I knew that the Batman is supposed to be dark. It's supposed to be dark. Like it's not supposed to be like a like Captain America or anything like that. It's one of those things that it's like an unfortunate event that happened to him, but not only that, never have a successful successful love life. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you know, Alfred is basically his only family, but he's mm-hmm. also a butler. 
who actually do have a show about uh, Alfred in, I think, HBO or something called Pennyworth. Looks pretty badass, oh. by the way. I thought it was pretty cool. But it was like his origin movie. Mm-hmm. But you won't see Bruce Wayne yet because this takes place when he met yeah. the dad. Like, Pen- yeah, Pennyworth yeah. met the dad. I think I like, started it, but it never finished. Oh, I thought it was pretty cool. But anyways, but back to that. Um, there were a few pieces that I've collected uh, that thought it was interesting. Like, me and Will were watching this YouTuber guy. I swear, he either watched the movie 50 times or he just had know the inside of the story. Well, maybe you know the comics, too. Well, of that for sure, too, but he must have watched the movie 50 times because there's no way he would Articulate. realize it. Very, I mean, I thought I was, but, like, he's really in-depth. Like, he went down that rabbit hole. <laughs> like, um, for instance, the Riddler. Mm-hmm. So which serial killer do you suspect he would? He is very similar to in reality? Like, in real life. Like, which serial killer do you think he... The, um... There's a movie about it, isn't it? The The Zodiac? Yep. Yes. So the producer intentionally made the Riddler like the Zodiac. Actually, I don't think they ever caught the Zodiac. He's actually... Still out? Oh, yeah. I mean, quote me, listeners, if I'm wrong. But I know, I believe last time I checked, they still have not found who is the Zodiac. But anyways, but the creepiness of that, like, that just made me like it more. It's so Mm -hmm. weird. It's like the weird relationship I have with it. Like, now that I know that, because, you know, the Riddler used a lot of riddles, but he also used a lot of codes, signs, like, hieroglyphic-like things. Like, I like that. Like, I thought that's pretty creepy, but insane, but, like, you gotta be a, a genius to do that. And then also, um, the guy that had, like, a bomb strapped to his neck. The, oh, the... The DA? Yeah, so that actually is, there is like a real life situation where there's a hostage that was also had a bomb strapped to his neck. For real, for real. Like police were out there trying to help him in any way, but obviously it's a bomb. So it has a time ticking and it didn't, he didn't make it in time. So he blasts off his head. So like uh, the YouTuber had like mentioned that, like the similarity mm. of how that died. Like it was so dark and crazy and in real but at the same time it's like trying to mirror the society in real life Mm. like if you think about it like this is what and that's why batman doesn't look glamorized because you don't care about that the spotlight is not really on him it's 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 actually yes it's actually the people and it's gotham itself like batman is gotham Mm -hmm. even though gotham when when me and will watched Till like pass the end credit, which was really upsetting because all it said was goodbye. About to beat him. Up. I knew it wasn't gonna happen. But but anyways, but it like but at the same time, it's like it's it's just basically like because Bruce Wayne is so involved with that's why he lives in the shadow. He doesn't want to be known. Yeah, there's a reason why he wear all black. It's because he don't want you to see him as like the hero. He hates that. He hates it so much. He wants to be the one to change on his own pace, in a way. But low-key, it's disappointing because these villains grow every day. But another thing that I love, because I've watched Gotham randomly, but, like, because I I love, you know, the guy that plays Jim Jim Gordon. 
cutie pie. I think his oh, name is Ben OC? McKenzie. Yes, adorable cutie pie. Anyways, actually, that's he. He married to his wife in the Gotham show too. Nice. But anyways, um, there's two mafias that are actually like basically the start of it all. And I'm so glad the Batman mentioned it. They, I mean, Dark Knight mentioned it, but that was like a surface. Like, they had a bunch of gangs, remember? Mm, but two main gangs, uh, Falcone and Maroni. Maroni is the main, main one. Like, I am so thankful they mentioned it because Falcone played a big role. Falcone is like the kingpin in mm-hmm. Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't really miss that. If you miss that, you kind of miss the whole point of why these villains became villains. Because these villains always have sidekicks. Like, the Penguin, he's always wanting to replace Falcone in a way, but he never got a chance because, one, he's a sucker, but, you know, he's, he's doing it in his own pace. Mm-hmm. And then that's when he got the opportunity. So that's why I liked it a lot, because these two mafias are so important. Like, I've, I'm surprised a lot of important movies kind of brush off on it. So... But I mean, mind you, I did not watch like the '90s movie a lot, so I'm. They may have mentioned it, and I may have not remembered. But I, I appreciate that they did that, and that's why I liked it a lot more than you. But yeah, to each to their own. They had a penguin. Mm-hmm. Two face. Yeah, penguin, two face, and I like this Riddler more. It's more human. I that's don't, true. Not Jim Carrey version. Jim Carrey did a great job, but no, I do not want my Jim newest yeah, Riddler. The mask. Yeah, I really don't want Riddler to look beautiful, okay? the Goth- In Gotham, too, he's a typical green suit kind of thing. Nah, I need the Riddler to be... Serial killer type. Because he is a serial killer. Yeah, so true. you need him to play his part. Yeah. Like, I get the Joker, because the Joker is insane. Insane in the membrane. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. yeah, but anyways, but yeah. That's, I think that movie is just... It's just a little more real, I guess. It is, and I don't. I I understand though why pe- some people don't like it, just because it's too real. You're watching a movie; you don't want to watch the news again. Mm-hmm. You know, I get, I get it's it. Relatable a lot. more. Oh yeah, I can relate so much to it. I'm just sitting there like, man, the reader's badass. But even though my favorite moment though is when uh, Jim Gordon and Batman was talking in the little oh, the cell. And then Jim Gordon was, like, all up in his face, but at the same time, he was just telling him how to get out. Yeah, get the keys. That was just hilarious. I love that scene. Why you gotta punch me so hard? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's, yeah. But I I get it. Some stuff are really dumb, but there's a lot of good parts. I think that just overpowers It's just so dumb, too. Like, they think that, because Gotham is technically New York City, of course. Actually, they shot in five different countries, I think. Like, Netherlands, Mm -hmm. England... No, but the portrayal of it, because you could tell, like... It's kind of like... Mm-hmm. Manhattan, and, like, the Madison Square Garden, the Gotham Square Garden. Like, mm-hmm. that's where, you know, all that, and, like, they have their own Times Square, mm-hmm. Gotham Square. They, basically, it is the New York, but they don't want to say it's New York, because they don't want to say New York is trash. <laughs> it's trash. Throw trash on the sidewalk. Mm-hmm. But... And it's just funny how they think that the Madison Square Garden would help them from flood. <laughs> it's like, why would you think a concert well, arena? But you don't. You would never know. That at that point, they didn't know there was going to be a flood, because the Riddler planned it all this time. He was even shocked of how late Batman found out about it. 
yeah, he didn't know the purpose of the sun. Yeah, like Batman was super smart, but there's just a few things he missed out. Like he's not really well, he sure what he did. He to do a lot of things, you know. He does. He's multitasking. He's just so. he's just okay. He's trying to fight crime at the same time, try to figure out this riddle. Confusion. Well, he knows every single riddle, by the way. Yeah, he's brilliant. <laughs> I would say, like he, there's some sen- there's some areas that are like, why you do that? But then at the same time, he's, like he's really smart. He, yeah, he's like, can you repeat that again? Yeah, he was. Batman already out. know the answer. I'm like, okay. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah, that, they need Batman. Batman's a brain and all. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I I think that movie did a good job. I mean, I would say the Dark Knight is still my favorite because I love the scene between. Yeah, I like the whole Batman and Joker relationship in that movie. Um, yeah. I don't know. I'm pretty skeptical of anybody else playing as Joker, so I'm going to give it a chance. Did you watch the Joaquin Phoenix? Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, that, but that's a different route. Yeah, they're, making, they're making the second one, too. Yes, it is about mental. Yes. Mental illness. Yes. But yeah, that's pretty cool. Pretty, pretty cool. But yeah. Do you want to go on with your next topic before I go on with Gotham and everything? What's your next topic? <laughs> oh, it's uh, Behind Her Eyes. That's how oh. I have a title. <laughs> I don't know. It's just a little glimpse, I guess, of what happened to me. Okay. Glimpse but in. Basically, someone I'm dating had, I received a random text. It's like very cryptic they use whatsapp so they kind of disguise their phone number but at the same time you can kind of contact them <laughs> okay um, but it's like using a what do you call those burner phone kind of thing really they went through all that yeah just to send me a message let me see what he's like it's pretty crazy then oh let me just search what i said because it's But anyways, yeah, so she came through this situation, but it will make more sense once once she elaborate more because her situation just reminded me of Behind Her Eyes. It's another, I know, Netflix. I watch a lot of Netflix shows and movies. Don't judge, okay? I know I have so many streaming. Still stream- COVID going on, so. Yeah, yeah I mean, there's so many streaming service, but I, I like my Netflix, okay? Let me be. But anyways, but when she mentioned about that, I just kind of like... So basically, never mind, I can't find it. But anyway, somebody's claiming that they're seeing the person I'm dating. and You know, like, don't mess with them and say that, uh, go ask them and about all these things. And obviously, the person I'm dating didn't seem like that kind of person who would cheat on me anyway. So <laughs> I was just laughing about it. And when, that was when Euphoria was going on, when it said, bitch, you better be joking. <laughs> so I sent that meme, and then they're like, check him. And I'm like, I don't have the time or energy to even, you know, if you have a problem, why don't you just say it in front of me? Because they were saying how they saw me being sloppy and all those things. And basically, I was just like, you know, if you, if you want to like have a talk like come to me don't try to use a burner phone or whatever to disguise yourself you Mm. know i was just being like just come at me because i'm very confrontational you know i would i want to know who it is anyways 
if they if they actually even mention it. But they got scared, of course. They never responded. I'm like, whatever. But the suspicion was always someone. So my the person I'm dating has a lot of you know gay friends, and one in particular, I always have a bad bad vibe. So I've met them in like at a bar like setting or also like their house but like it was more of a party so there's always a lot more people in around Mm -hmm. it wasn't one-on-one but it was just not like a genuine thing like they seem more possessive of the person that i'm with which i could tell from like their so i have a question how long have they known this person like how long has a person you're dating and this friend know each other known like maybe a year or two Oh, well, that's not a long. Yeah, but I don't know. They've been on trips together. Oh, okay. And, like, hung out, I guess, enough. But not necessarily, like, all the time, though. But I don't know. So, anyways. But, yeah. So, I suspect that it is the person that, you know, I've met. Because right off the bat, I haven't had a good vibe from this person. Rubs you on, rubs you the wrong way. Yeah, it's like, it's not genuine. You could just feel it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, so do you think maybe it's just a borderline between being protective or just kind of like, bitch, you better not touch him because I will come at you. You know those kind of things. And the person already has a partner, so it's not like they're waiting on him. You know, Ah. they're not. And they know that he's not gay, so, you know. But it's, like, weird. But it's funny because the person I'm dating suspects the same person, but yet is still friends with them. See, and that's, I don't, I'm I'm not to say to each of their own, but for me, I don't think it's fair to you because, one, if he is planning to have you in your life forever... The first thing you should have done is actually try to come in terms between the person, the friend and your girlfriend. Like you just kind of have to figure out like who's more important in this, because if you're going to string along both of them, they're always going to be somewhere at one point going to have to meet each other. So you're going to have to figure out a better way of and especially if he suspect his friend, then I'm like, what kind of friend you think that would like, why would you want to be friends with someone if you knew that person would do that? See? Like, right? why? But also, I was invited last week for brunch for that person. And obviously, I didn't want to go because I just don't have a good vibe with them. Why would I want to sit through brunch, you know, having to face this person that I clearly don't have a good vibe with? I don't know. Well, maybe, be, well, you do have a strong personality, too. So you're the kind of person that kind of like, well, if I don't like you the first round, yeah, I ain't going to like you the second. But there are some people who are willing to try to maybe one-on-one meet and just kind of hashing out. Like, not hash it out, but like, per se, but like, more like, talked in terms to where both you and them can kind of go a long way. But not right. not best like, friends, but you know. But there are people knowing like knowing how we each other feel about each other. Yeah. So there are people who would do that, but like I said, you are just a strong personality. So obviously, that's never gonna happen. Um, no, they're scared enough to not even try to come at me. You know? Yeah, but 
but you never know. Maybe it's not that person. Maybe it's someone exactly. entirely different. But the thing is questioning me is like the person I'm with is thinking that that's their friend. Right. It's us. <laughs> You're like, like, okay. Or did you do that to me? <laughs> exactly. Are you trying to scheme something? And I was like, are you trying to do something? The fact that you know it's a number from a specific app. Mm-hmm. But anyways. Yeah. To add context of why exactly I said behind her eyes is that this show is it's weird. You would think it's a normal love triangle kind of situation, but actually it's not. It's more in depth than that. It's like when you sleep, your minds transfer from one body to the but it's next. It's like a specific person. It right? is, but it has to be both of them connected in a way. Like they have to be in a certain REM sleep of some sort to be able to do that. Um, but you know, long story short. One of them obviously got trapped in the wrong body forever, and that person made sure of it. So this this bad, terrible, fake person just kind of like hogged this person, hogged this guy. So whoever this guy encounters or about to be with, she just get jealous and possessive. So long story short, it's just kind of that situation I thought of. Mm-hmm. I thought it was pretty crazy because there are crazy people out there. Oh yeah. Like, I don't know why you would be jealous. But, I mean, because, like, I have a friend, too, um, who is in a similar situation, but she may have hashed out with this person already. But, like, her boyfriend has a best, well, let's just say ex, but now current friend. So, like, when they broke up, it's in, like, in a good terms in a way, but I don't know. It's weird. So they're friends with their ex. Yeah, basically. Um, but anyways, you know, she's done so, you know, she's, she already moved on, have a long-term boyfriend of her own that, you know, getting a house and stuff. So it's a committed thing. It's nothing, nothing she'll attach. However, when my friend met her, she was so possessive about him. She was really aggressive. Possessive with the ex? Yeah. Very possessive. So I wasn't sure, like, if whether her intention was... I'm gonna cut you if you hurt him situation or bitch what, you better you still want him. I was like, or bitch, you better not come at him. So I wasn't sure what kind of intention mm. he was going through, but the vibe was she was a bitch overall. Like she rubbed it the wrong way, not even trying. So how did she come into the picture? Is she like close friend with the ex? Yeah, and so when she like a friend circle? Yeah, she was in the okay. she was in the friend circle because his circle of friends aren't really big. He was generally with the people he know, people he normally hang out with. Mm-hmm. But like, but when my friend was introduced into the mix, that's when were you dating the, ex? the ex was just kind of like rawr, at her, just after her for no reason, no apparent reason. You got your old man. I don't know why you're worried about this one. Like, it's one thing to be worried about your friend to make sure he's with a good person. But if my friend is that terrible, then, okay, I get it. But she's not. She's just really just like being... They don't, have fr- the ch- they don't give her the chance. Not even her. a, not even a chance. Just because she's with him? Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. possessive. Yeah, that, that seems very possessive. Like, I don't know. Like, some people would see it as protective, but some people... That's extreme for an ex. Like, who cares about their ex? Like, move on. Yeah. Clearly, they're not over them. In it's a, a sense. In a sense. They're willing not. to downgrade and demote themselves to just be a friend, but still be involved in their life. Yeah. So, yeah, something weird like that. But, I mean, like, I don't know the full picture of it, but 
that's what my friend so came did up. The ex, see all this? Like what happened? Same, same, same situation as you're the one you're dating. He's just kind of like, well, you know, she's not like that. She's just ah. probably just getting a disagreement because in his eyes, she was normal, but in my friend's eyes, bitch, she come at me. <laughs> she mm. just came at me. She was after me. So are they still together? <laughs> oh yeah, they're still together for sure. But still, like they're like, willing to deal with that person. No, I think things may have gotten better. Honestly, I think she did take she did take another time to meet with her again and actually talk. And they talked, and things got more better. Like I don't think they best friends, but I would say there the tension is much less tense than before. Mm. So they did talk it out. One way. Mm. Yeah, it it's crazy. I mean, it's not. I don't know. It's like a, you feel like, okay, it's a sibling kind of like, oh. But this is someone they dated. Yeah. So that's even weirder. It know? is, but I mean. But like in my case, it's a friend, which is weird too. <laughs> but friend or not friend, friend, ex, anything. I mean, you just kind of have to make sure you're not overdoing it to the point to where you intimidate that person or make that person feel unwelcome altogether, you know? Do you ever feel that when you're dating someone that I don't like? That makes me think. I don't know. Like, do you ever feel like, well, it's clearly one that you dated. I always just glare at him, but I say anything, but they know you. Like, if you know, you know. (laughs) I don't think. But how do you feel? You're just like, oh, my sister's just the best thing in the world. Oh, uh. Or what? Or you honest, feel like. Honestly, I didn't feel anything much because I know you have your opinions regardless. Uh-huh. And I know I do my things regardless either. So I don't know. I didn't really feel like I need to break out. Much. No, it didn't. I mean, it would affect me if you keep saying it over and over and over. I'm just like, Lord have mercy. Can you calm down? I was like, bitch, hey, I'm fucking but him right now. I told you so. But no, he. We didn't even last it that long, so I'm just kind of like, mm, okay. Mm. <laughs> oh well. Yeah. So it wasn't. I don't know. It. I think it. It probably would be bad if it's like too much, too intense. Like my friend, who the example I use. She's still going through a rough patch because us as a friend group, we don't really like her boyfriend. Boyfriend's oh, a piece yeah. of shit. But, but, like, she don't care? No, it's just she loves him so much. She sees the other side that, I mean, I may have saw it at work, but when I saw him outside of work, it was a whole different world. Like it was not okay. Like, first of all, you about to be 40 and you still act like a fool? Oh, honey, you better get it together because my friend has a kid and, you know, she was, you know, she, she, she's have a life going on. So you you better not straggle all along. She's looking for you for not a, like a one-time night kind of thing. She was, she's commitment. She's committed. So you better act like you are committed to her, too. So question two for her. I don't know if you know this, but, like, does she know that he's terrible, that you guys don't want him involved in the function? But does she, she know? You know, so, because we're upfront about it. Oh. But I won't just because I want to give him another chance to kind of see. Because I know he is good. I've seen his good side. 
Like, we met at work. We talked like a social human being. It's just that one night he had that he had to fuck it up so bad. Like, it, it happened so bad to the point where that's when our other friends start showing up. Like, he was still good when I was the only one there. Like, I was there first and then his best friend. But yeah, he was up. good. He was fine. We, we were cool. True colors came Until the night. Well, he drank so much throughout the night. Like, he, when, he, when, we, when I met him that time at my friend's house, he was already pre-gaming. Mm. So it hits once the moment everyone showed up. Well, it got worse when you showed up because you showed up late. So he was already gone, not even there. So, like, I don't know. I, I felt bad because, in a way, because I did tell her that I'm going to respect who she's dating. Because at the end of the day, she's going to have her business. her business. And that's who she choose. True. I'm just, you can't, you can't True. just keep controlling them and telling them how terrible. Because then you're terrible as a friend to not show them, like, any reason at all of why they're terrible. Like, of course, it's okay to express your concern, but it's, like, I don't know, it's it's heavy for her. Mm-hmm. She rarely wants to hang out with us because of that reason, because we judge her so much, and I don't want to make her feel that way, so that's why I want to... But does she not hmm? want you guys to give him a chance? She does. She's been trying, but oh, we all shut her mind. down. I told her, it's okay if you want me to meet up with him, it's fine. Because I know he's not going to act up anymore after all that conversation we had about him to about to her. she I'm sure. And it finally got to her head. Like one time she fought with him. Mm. Yeah, it was bad. Because that's how much loud we spoke into her ear. And she just kind of like lashed out on him. And she almost broke up with him because of that. But now like when he said he promised he was going to be better, you know. I just well, don't that's want... hard too because... You- Think about it. You can't really build Rome in one day. You kind of have to have this. It's like a trial and error. You kind of have to give them an opportunity. But there are so many opportunities at the same time. For sure. For sure. So. Yeah. But I don't know. I, I think I would give them a shot. Because I've seen him in a different light before. Not that I've ever seen him terrible. So I know that he would do it. But the only thing I'm concerned about is, is he going to snap back to his old ways? It's just so easy. It's so easy to... he already showed himself that way? Yeah, and it's just other things that are just questionable. Like, why you got to be so moody? Why you got to snap at her? Why you got to be so, you know... Mm -hmm. Like, he got his mental stuff going on, too. So, yeah. So, it's just a thing. Like, I will give her a chance. Like, I wouldn't say I would hang out with him just soon, because not really. But I'm just... No, that's not... But I would say, like, as far as her talking about him, I will try to be supportive about that, you know? Mm-hmm. She has every right. I mean, I am positive everyone has a good side. But, like, you're just going to have to give me time to try to get ease in there. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I, can't, I can't vouch for other people because other people are still upset about that situation. That situation really put a toll on everyone's impression, like, especially our other friend. That never met him before and met him in this kind yeah. of person. Oh yeah, first impression. Yeah, but she, my friend herself, she never, she didn't really help the case either because the story she talks about him, how he left her mm-hmm. at the street somewhere and something like that, it's just very brutal. Like my it's other, hard to like even relax. 
Yeah, it's it is hard, and it's just kind of you difficult. Hear about the negative first. Yeah, yeah. see, and you once you hear too many, no yeah, once you hear too much negative, you're that's it. We're just human. We can't take too much negativity, mm-hmm. even though we love the drama, but mm-hmm. we wouldn't want that kind of drama. No, so I don't know. I don't know. I may people might think I'm too lenient on it, but I'm just saying, I just have to. You just kind of have to give this person a chance. But that's the thing, too. It is hard, too. Like, especially relationship advice. It's such a gray area because you're you're having to, to a point, I feel like, you're having to ask someone for advice, but yet you're the one living or having to, you know, deal with the situation or the person you're dating. Mm-hmm. And, like, you can't really take that advice from other people from just what they seem. Mm-hmm. Cuz at the same time like you said like it could be something negative that you talk told them about and then you're just like not wanting to give this person a chance already because that's a red flag, you know? They're already a piece of shit. Yeah. Why would I want to still meet this piece of right, shit? Exactly. <laughs> but like even like today like I was talking to my friend about mm-hmm. You know who I'm dating, and they already met this person firsthand before the negative. You know, so when I tell them the negative later, that's when they can kind of configure of what overall like. Okay, like yeah, this that this side, this side, and this side, but you know they can't really give you a definite anyway because it is you who you're dating, not yeah, them. For sure. So they would just be respectful of what you decide. Of course, they have to, mm-hmm. because they're not going to be in bed with you two. <laughs> like, they're not going to be so This is not a throuple. Like, exactly. you're going to have to decide who you like, what you want. You just have to be very clear of what exactly you want in the relationship. And this and this goes to every type of relationship. Open, monogamy, throuples. It, it, it goes to oh, every. Yeah, right, seriously, like. The key thing is you just gonna have to figure out a way between all of you, or, or well, two, you two too, of you guys. Yeah. But also you, like if you're happy or, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's for for sure. Don't force things, but also come in the mindset too. Like, think of all the possibilities. I'm not saying don't blame yourself, but I'm just saying step outside of the box and actually see yourself in that situation. And then also think about it, too. Like, okay, well, maybe if I didn't raise my voice like that, maybe that person might not want to approach it. You know what I mean? Just small things, yeah. There are a multitude of things. We're not perfect. You know, mm-hmm. when we're in the heat of the moment, things happen in a snap of a finger, and you have no idea that it already happened right. until you actually think about it a few days later. Then you're in the shower, and you're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Was I that mean and snappy? You know, you kind of have to think like that, too, yeah. because think about it. Marriage is the same, like, in a relationship, except this is ten times more committed, you know? If you can't work this out for this one, how are you going to work out for any other relationship that you have? You know, you just kind of have to see it. And not everybody's the same. And some people, their true colors come afterwards when you're married five years later. So it it it's just a, it's just human. We're just very I don't know. You can't really mold one person cuz you thought you, you got them. You just have to give and take. Mhm. It's like the yeah. road takes two, you know. 
Yeah, it's like me and Will. I, I mean, I will be, before Will, before I met Will, I was not communicative at all. I hate. Well, you shut down. I hate communication. I find ways. If I can work day and night, rather do that. Feel bad for Titus. But it's better off for me. I mean, I'm just kind of like, I think it's so much easier to just not talk about it and then talk about it at all. Just because I know what's going to end and I know what that person's about to say. But it was all in my head because all in all, they just simply want to know what's wrong. And if you never can't even answer that simple question then that means you clearly have so much more in your mind that you really need to unravel in one way mm-hmm. or another. But my example is not the best because then we ended up, the next conversation we had is a breakup. Mm-hmm. How? I don't know. I don't think it's working. <laughs> mm-hmm. And something like that. So that's so I'm trying to be so much better and trying to be more, uh, I guess like, I wouldn't want to move on in that many relationship, but... My thing is, if you are going to be in another relationship, try to make that relationship the better relationship. Yeah, you, like, keep improving. Right. You Prove yourself. You don't want to go and, back in the same thing right. and the same. Routine is never yeah. good. Like, right. you kind of want to evaluate the things that but you I did. I think it's also proof. important, too, like, just being able to be by yourself and accept your own thing and what you are going through. But that's true. But that's that. At that point, if you're still trying to figure out yourself, then you might as well don't be in a relationship. Yeah, like you want, you might, you need to be comfortable in your own skin. For sure. Before you bring someone in. Mm-hmm. So. But yeah, I mean, we all learn at our own pace. Some people like it alone. Some people like it when they're in a relationship. Like I think I learned a lot <laughs> when I'm with Will. Like I, we we actually do talk. Like he talk. He doesn't talk as much with his relationship either. But. We tried really well. That's because I know him as a friend. So as a friend, he was my listener. He was mm-hmm. listening to me, mm-hmm. you know. So, but yeah, but it, it worked out for me, at least. Oh, yeah. Yep. But anyways, now that we're going in the relationship route, <laughs> that'll be funny if people start calling in and be like, hey, be I need relationship advice. I would be interested in doing that. I mean, I would like that too, but girl, not girl, you guys, to be honest, I would not like to talk about relationship day and night, though. (laughs) Let's just say, I would like to be your therapy at some point, but (laughs) all the time. It's a lot. It is a lot. It's truly a lot of stuff going on. But if you have ghost stories, I'll be in tune and listen to that. Oh, yeah, I haven't seen that one that you sent. I'm scared. Don't be scared. Is it a thing you listen or is it something you watch? Both. There's no video. But it's literally just listening to his voice and talking about it slowly. Why? I'd be too scared. Oh, you're such a chicken. (laughs) You know, if it's a Thai thing, it's different. You know, if it's American ghosts or, you know, European. No, this is a ghost in Malaysia, so it is an Asian ghost. It's pretty haunting. Oh, my God. Is it the kind where you can't speak or it will just come to you? Or is it? No. It's a kind that you should never go to that place. Oh, shoot. (laughs) So is it like. So you can. You you see how my sister does this? 
She is trying every way to have me talk about it so that way she can determine and weigh in. And at this point, she don't have to listen about it because she already knew half the story about it. (laughs) Whooping you crazy. No, just listen to it. It's just let's just say it's a kind of story where it's called the Airbnb horror. Oh no! Yeah. Scared granny and Airbnb. Girl, you're scared regardless. Tough, tough sure. as you are, you are still scared regardless. I don't um, mess with Asian ghosts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There was a few stories, but I think the one I sent to you and Will is pretty, pretty intense. It's a three-parter, Ooh. but it's like, it's pretty crazy. I mean, it's not, like, when I say it's pretty crazy, it's not like those, like, uh, like I don't know, The Conjuring or something like that. But it, it's pretty scary it's for religious. it comes, it's not religious. It's pretty, it's still... Uh, let me just say it's a, uh, well. Is it scary to the point that you believe in afterlife? <laughs> or well, hell and heaven? And well, hence the word ghost. That, that, that's a different realm. Yeah, I don't know. But anyways, yeah. So it's just like, it's just like the experience they have encountered. Memorable experience they've encountered in Malaysia that they kind of learned their lesson from there. Oh my. Yeah. Isn't it crazy though? Like how like. Asian people like we are like the most well going back to like generational healing but we're the most like kept emotionally you know but when it comes to like you hearing ghost stuff it's like they are like rage like times a hundred when things happen to them they're just like revenge or you know they would like seek you out or find you or mm-hmm. some kind of thing, but it's like I don't know what it is. But that bitch, if you cut me, I'm gonna come <laughs> after you. That's that's exactly. You did me wrong. I'm gonna do that right after. Well, no matter where you are, I'm gonna find but you. But it's so crazy how like opposite of that is, and then when you hear about like American ghosts or something like that, you know, you're just, just like, like y'all weak. <laughs> you be like, oh, just uh, another serial killer, you know. Like, in an everyday thing, like, nothing. So, let's just say that the depth of people being scared is different. Serial mm-hmm. killers are pretty scary. I, I would not mess with uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I would oh, not I mess with him. Neither would I. I would not mess with Leatherface. I would not mess with the Zodiac Killer. Are you kidding me? Yeah, exactly. See? Right now, it doesn't seem scary because... You can feel it. You know it's a human. For the uh, ghost, for us, we can't see. Yeah. We don't know. We unexpected. Yeah, it's the uncertainty is what's scary. Mm. Think about it. The serial killer, obviously, they're not. They're scary, but they're not like bone chilling scary because you know there's it's only bone chilling when you're involved in it. <laughs> for real, yes, that's true. Like Jeffrey Dahmer, wasn't he? No, who's the person? Billy Ta- Milligan. No. Ted Bundy. He's the one that was in a relationship with someone. Oh, girl. At one point, some of these girls didn't know they were serial killer until they came out. (laughs) So, let's just say, some of these things are pretty scary. But, yeah. I mean, I think that's the only explanation of why we're not as scared to American horror stuff here. as It's just that... Not being able to see it yourself and not knowing what to expect from it is what's scary. Like, we hate that. I think I think us humans don't like that at all. We like to know what we're about to get. 
mm-hmm. encounter with, you know? Because you can just imagine everything, you know, like right. go into some kind of Right, and if you're about to be attacked by a serial killer, obviously you can grab knives, you can grab weapons to protect yourself. physically there. But how do you attack a ghost? <laughs> how? Explain that to me. Yeah. How do you exactly... Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm going to go to this temple really quick and grab a monk. I'm like, bitch, you know how long uh, it takes water? to go to a temple? Yeah, for real. So it's just that uncertainty. We're not equipped and prepped for that. Like, not that I'm saying we are equipped to fight off serial killers, but I'm just saying the comparison between the two, ghost looks like it's beating us. Well, if you guys believe in ghosts, but still. Well, I don't believe in ghosts. <laughs> no, neither do I. Neither do I, but I, I just like love it listening sense, to it. But not wanting to, you know, just respect them. Oh, no, 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 for sure. Like you should totally respect. Ice. You should totally respect. Anywhere you go. That's the number one thing. But I'm just saying, like, because, don't you know. Be yeah, don't don't taunt it. Don't, don't, like, don't trigger anything, you know. If you simply heard about it, just let it be like a story. That's it, period. No need to do anything from it because. <laughs> yeah, if anything, you've already learned what the consequences is, but yet you still want to do it. Why? You know what I mean? So. People are crazy, but yeah. But I I love ghost stories. But this guy, the the you, I'm gonna talk more about it later next okay. time. But but yeah. But I think this guy he he actually does travel. He travels around mm-hmm. just to hear with his little so this quarter. First hand experience from him or someone tells people multiple people that tell stories from mm-hmm. their experience. But he experienced it too. No. Oh, not one. Oh, he's just retelling their stories. Mm-hmm. It, he's retelling their story from his tone of voice and just kind of organized thoughts and things uh, because people stutter. People get triggered scared. when they try to explain stories, which I get. But he will, like, um, he'll, he'll set the settings and stuff. But, it's, but it also helps you learn more about the culture itself and how everything is mm-hmm. and all that. So, But I like it. I thought it was interesting. I, I don't know. I like, I like horror stories like that. Anything that keeps me up at night. <laughs> I don't you know why. At night, girl. I did that too. I did Ooh, that at no, night. I wouldn't sleep well. Well, Will. Something in the corner. I, well, I was like, <laughs> Will in the shower. I was listening to this like creepy ass story about like something followed the kid home and something like that. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. He, every time he was by himself, like something triggering, triggering happened. And, but anyways, but yeah, I was just chilling, listening to it. It's funny though, cause you listen to ghost stories. I I like watch like serial killer docu things before I go to bed. <laughs> yeah, but that's different. Like I said, you but can it's still like feel it. Yeah, ghosts you can't feel it. You don't know. What if a ghost is sitting next to you and watching it with you? I feel like that sounds scary. See, <laughs> there you go. Do, do you ever feel like that? I don't know what it is, but maybe I'm overthinking because of all these scary you are always overthinking but when you have you ever had that experience when you're showering and then all of a sudden a gush of air like kind of pushes the curtains closer oh sis to you? you ever had that yeah but that I, well obviously oh, I, no, well, not this one but yeah 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 but that's because it's you know it comes through the vent too but the the thing wasn't turned on you don't have to be turned on. Really? The air travels around the house. Inside and out. That? I need to know. 
I mean, I can't scientifically explain <laughs> it to you, but I can tell you it's logic, though. It's not like it's, it's something logical. Air. Yeah, it's not really anything to do with someone is literally there. If they were clawing, that's a different story. We're just like, yeah. I think what's scarier is if you look in the corner of your eye and you feel like someone's staring at you. Oh shit! That fucks Ooh, you that up. That gave me goosebumps. That fucks you up even more. Or in the corner of the eye, you thought you saw something. You look at it again, like. <gasps> That's what was... happened here, remember? Yeah, that, that bitch was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> you sure I see Oh, she is a ghost. Yeah, right here. <laughs> I swear I could just see it when you said it. I was like. Yeah, because we saw the same back. one. Came back. We saw the same one. Ooh. We know it's not mom. Bumps. Yeah, but anyway. It was like a flash, too. It was, it was one second. Yeah, it was a second, too. That's all it needs. If it was longer than that, I probably pee my pants. Oh my god, I was at work. I was working. I probably just, you know, stay still and my eyes eyes would be like... You will be the worst partner ever to walk into a haunted house. (laughs) I'd be like, "Mm." well, you know, if it's like those haunted houses... No, 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 it's different. The unexpected, it would be different, yeah. But... Yeah, I did go through the prison thing, Mansfield. Well, maybe you psyched yourself out thinking that, oh, well, it's American no, ghosts. There's nothing much in here. Well, I was, it was funny because when I went to that, it was during Halloween, right? Mm-hmm. They had their, and they used like the bottom floor to make the haunted house thing. But it was so funny because. I watched that show. What's that show called? Ghost. Ghost Hunters? Yeah. Because they went there and stayed the night to like experience all these sounds or whatever. Oh. But, <laughs> to bring their scientific gear yeah, to yeah, prove yeah. the supernatural is real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it might be accurate, though. I'm not going to come was after like, them. That. For me, when I walked through it, it was dark, to be honest. But you could kind of see what the cell looks like. But I was more intrigued of what it looked like than what happened there, you know? Like, I was more like, oh, my God, this is so small. I feel like I'm hunching over. I'm only five foot one, but. But it could also be a thing, too, because ghosts in in Asia is not the same feel as a ghost in here in the United States. So your expectation of it is not really that much. So, I mean. You've seen what a dirty prison looked like. So now that you've seen in real life, you're just kind of like, your mindset just drift off somewhere and you just mm-hmm. completely forgot it. And you came with your friends. So that was a comfort that you, that's all you needed to not feel like you're scared to a point like, oh my God, someone's staring at me and all these things. Mm-hmm. Nobody. Nobody's staring at you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, if you were to go to but- a prison in Thailand, haunted prison in Thailand, You'll I don't feel- even want to go to the real jail. See? There's some crazy people. See? There you go. Like, you're, 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 uh, what is it? Association? Well, I wouldn't say association, but you're, like, perspective of it is different. But yeah. I feel like, you know, still, like, Asian ghosts, like, just because it's the unexpected, it's like it's painting some possibilities in your head, too. That's why you're even more scared. Yeah, maybe like, because you know how vengeance they are. Yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. Like that movie when the bus stop thing. Oh, remember? three. Yeah, movie still fucked me up. 
I couldn't look at a mirror for a long time. You know, and it like it just paints you a picture of what could happen, but it's not there. But at the same time, you don't really want to look into it because <laughs> you know you want to, but you kind of have that in the back of your mind, like this could happen in real life. Like I don't want to see this again. You know? No, thank you. Which idiot would want to sit in the bus stop and have these two creepy ass ghosts up in top of the bus stop? It was a figurine. Yes, they were crazy. Nobody wants to sit <laughs> in the bus stop. Hello, let me wait on the bus stop at night. Fuck <laughs> that. I'm going to spend more money on taxi so I can avoid this whole area altogether. Didn't we see it though? No, we didn't. I thought we saw it in daylight. You saw it. I didn't see it. I didn't. I, I refused to look in the newspaper either. Ross, oh, give me goosebumps talking about Thai or you know Asian ghosts. They're I'm so telling bad. you, <laughs> creepy ass ghosts. Don't mess with them. Mm-mm. It's like when I watched The Forest, I was expecting a lot more from it. And that's oh, probably. Is that the Japanese? Uh huh, the Suicide one? Forest. I but that's that still, I'm just kind of like, I'm not that scared. Hey, Will. Yeah, I'm not that scared too. Well, that's the thing again. Like, it's, it's different when an American person. It's like, it's like that movie when they tried to remake The Eye. Like, that was not scary compared to the Asian one we saw. That kind of low-key fucked me up. I was like, what? So that ghost became a baby? Yeah, the only thing that really was good for American style is the ring. Really? The conjuring fucked me up a little bit. Yeah, a little bit, too. Because I knew it was real. Oh, because I know. fucks me up. Oh, the nun? Oh, Oh, man. man. I'm like, you know she coming out of there. You still... Anyways, I don't know. It's just some things. I think it's how you view it, too. Some people being scared is different level. Like, people scared of clowns, we're scared of ghosts. (laughs) (laughs) We're scared of the unknown or the the other realm. We just, I'm I'm scared because I can't see it. I don't know what they're thinking. I don't know what's their intention. I don't even know what it looks like. Well, you don't know if they, what ability they or how they died. Like, you're just, uh, yeah, I'm good. But anyways, not to give ourselves heebie-jeebies, and yeah. so do you guys. Um, but so we, we see <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> but, yeah, right? But, no, I think we had such a good topic so far, and I hope you guys are enjoying it as much mm-hmm. as we do. Um, Check out those movies we told <laughs> For sure. Or even message us, DM us, and let us know what movies you suggest or any other topics you suggest. Like, we're an open book. We like to talk about everything. Mind you, we would still kind of find ways to talk about Thailand, but, you know, we're pretty cool. That's why it's Thai-ish. <laughs> but anyways, definitely follow us, uh, tweet us, you know, you know, subscribe. I don't know. All that, all that. Underscore. Yes, Thai underscore-ish. Yep. At Instagram, Twitter, all that, all that. Mm-hmm. I'm just losing. My brain is out. <laughs> I'm I'm hungry now. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. think that's what happened in here. But yep, we out. Bye.